Yo, what's good, everyone? Welcome to another Jets episode of the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast. This is the week four Kansas City Chiefs versus our beloved New York football Jets recap. And man, was it a tough one with the Taylor Swift ball. We had everything at MetLife, as promised. We had Aaron Rodgers coming in on his crutches, throwing footballs. We have Taylor Swift uh, with Wolverine and uh, the mayor of Wrexham. (laughs) We have, honestly, the best quarterback in in the game played for the New York Jets, which is crazy talk, but it was Zach Wilson. Basically, if I would have told you that we were going to intercept Patrick Mahomes twice, Zach Wilson was just going to have one fumble, and we lost the game. We lost. We lost the game. Tough game to lose, man. We really could have put a stamp on... Our season, we could have been, we could have put a stamp on, in, on honestly, on in the league. Like you heard Chris Jones talking about it. I'm sure we're gonna get into all of that, but he got into it later on with uh, Rodney Harrison on the post game. Hey, you everybody's calling Zach Wilson garbage and trash, and basically completely writing him off. Meanwhile, we're trying to sign Colin Kaepernick on the side, right? Like that's the juxtaposition there. I mean, everyone has to slow their roll a little bit. He was a number two pick. He's still on his first contract. This is not year nine of Zach Wilson. He wasn't even supposed to play this year. He took two weeks to figure it out. It's the second week with his offensive line. It's his second week with or third week now with the new offensive coordinator. Everything is brand new. And honestly, they showed out. Zach Wilson played an amazing game besides that stupid, stupid fumble, which, man, was that a turning point in this game? You don't turn the ball over? Well, in this game, you turn the ball over, we're not in this game anymore. So that's that's how every game is going to really uh, come down to this year. But shout out to Zach Wilson. Brees Hall played amazing. I really wish we got that extra block on that big run. But Brees Hall's amazing, man. He, he he's If he's bound to break that every single game, he's bound to break that every single drive. We just got to get him in the right position. I think the offensive line is going to get it together. Tittman played amazing. Elijah Vera Tucker is one of my favorite players of all time at this point. <laughs> He's really getting up there for me. Tomlinson played fine. And honestly, Beckton was fine. I know he, had a, he was a little shaky. But offensive line is coming together, man. I'm really excited about uh, what, what that's going to come to. Alan Lazard got in the picture. Garrett Wilson yes. even had the ball. But, dude, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't, I don't even want to move any any farther than this. Dalvin Cook got to go. Dalvin Cook Michael Carter's got to play. Michael Carter's got to play. Well, Michael Carter got to catch the ball when he plays. So his, yeah, his, that was brutal. Yeah, so his, his, your argument for like we're, we're kind of having two different arguments. Like I don't, I don't need Carter. I don't need necessarily Carter to play more. I just need to see Cook less, and maybe bring Izzy up. So maybe split whatever yeah. five six carries you're you know you're giving Dalvin Cook. Give that to Izzy. Leave, or, you know, maybe give Carter an extra one or two. But, yeah, for me, Dalvin Cook, when he gets the ball, I am not excited. And, and I want to be. I, I want I want to be. Like, don't get me wrong. I, I was really excited when we got Cook, but he just doesn't look right. So that's my that's just my take on the offense. It was just a tough game to lose, man. Of course we want to talk about the refs, right? Like, of course we want to talk about calls that we didn't get, but that's the story of the New York Jets, and I'm so happy that it happened on Sunday Night Football. 
in front of everyone. Because this usually happens at 1 o'clock versus the Jets, and everyone tells me to shut up because we lost to the Patriots, you know, 7, 8, 9, 10, whatever, how many times uh, that I'm complaining about these calls. Right? So you're just like, shut up, the Jets just suck. We have, You know, you're just complaining. It's loser talk. But honestly, this is in front of everyone. Phantom holdings on Sauce Gardner. Patrick Mahomes commenting on it. Now Sauce Gardner, you know, tweeting back about it. Robert Sala, uh, you know, making comments about it and kind of deferring, saying he's waiting for the league. Getting an unsportsmanlike technical foul <laughs> from the head coach of the NFL. Never see it. Never see it. Never, ever. It was incredible to see. And, you know, Jermaine Johnson getting held. I mean, there's so many things that were happening that, of course, the Jets don't get called for. But that's that's the nature of the game for the New York Jets. I'm just happy it happened in front of everyone. Uh, there, there is a positive take here. First of all, Quincy Williams, shout out to you. Finally playing defense, uh, guarding a tight end. However, if one more backup tight end gets another 50-yard gain on us, I'm, I'm actually going to start going crazy. Like, Quincy Williams has been amazing for us. Probably even our best defensive player, believe it or not. Up to this point, he had some good coverage plays, but dude, I I need the Jets to stop giving up fifty plus yard plays to to back up tight ends. It has to stop. CJ Mosley, you got to catch interceptions. I'm glad he got one finally, Greg. I know you're hyped about that, but dude, that's my take on this game, dude. This was it was a tough one. I'm glad we covered. Uh, maybe at the mercy of of a Mahomes slide, but we could have won this game, man. We could have got the ball back. We could have put Zach Wilson in a position to win. And I really wanted to see how he was going to react after a turnover, a costly turnover. And I wanted to, I wanted to see how he was going to pull together. Was he just going to do, start, turn into old Zach Wilson, or did we actually finally turn the page? We're going to never find out. We will find out with Denver. I do have a really, really optimistic take about this whole Jet season after this game. Uh, and we'll get to that later on here. But, dude, what's your take on this game, Greg? I know you were absolutely furious watching it. And I, I rewatched it today. It, it was infuriating, but dude, that first quarter looks so bad. It's just amazing that we're so upset about a call or two and not that this game was a complete debacle. Cause so even when I rewatch, I'm like, dude, this is so bad. Like this is turning so bad. 17 zero. And it could have been, it could have been even way worse, uh, than, than it was. But what's your take on this game, man? How do you feel? Yeah, right? man. I- I agree with everything you said so far. I mean, it's easy to talk about the refs and just blatant calls for the Chiefs. Um, it happens to us. There's all the stats going around about how we haven't had a rough in the past or called against us in whatever it is, three years or whatever it is, but other teams get the ball all the time. DJ Reed is avoiding Patrick Mahomes running at 100 miles an hour because he knows if he touches him, he's going to get a pass. He's going to get a rough in the past or call. But, you know, Milano for the Buffalo Bills could just hit the head of our quarterback when he's run the ball <laughs> with, you know, no problem at all, no issue at all, no flags. So it's just one of those things you have to deal with it. Dude, I was thinking last night, and I don't know what you think about this. I don't know if this is like a crazy take or not. I think Robert Sala and I think Zach Wilson, I think anyone for the Jets, I think Robert Sala specifically has the hardest head coaching job in the NFL. I think to be the head coach of the New York Jets, and I don't know if it's because I'm a Jet fan and I'm Homer, but it just feels like when we're good and we're doing stuff, the whole nation just like it locks in on it. 
And all summer long, it was Rodgers, 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 Rodgers. And I get it. A large chunk of it is Aaron Rodgers and his, you know, four MVPs and 18 years in the league and Super Bowl winning, stuff like that. But if he went to Carolina, I don't know if there's as much conversation as there is about him going to the New York Jets. I don't know if it's a big city, the bright lights, whatever it might be. But I think he has the hardest head coaching job. I think Zach Wilson has the hardest quarterbacking job in the league. I think it's just so difficult here. We've seen it now for 20 straight years. Um, and he's making something work of it, man. Like, I feel like I was one of the last few people defending Zach Wilson, saying that there's still something here, there's still something here, there's still something here. And he showed it last night. There was just that one drive in the Dallas game. I talked about it, I talked about it in the last episode. There was the one drive in the Dallas game. There was the Pittsburgh game last year. All this stuff where it was, there's just, there's something there. And he finally showed it last night. It took it to, to your point. It took to the second quarter to see it. And that sucks. I wish we saw it sooner. Um, <laughs> cause that first quarter, if we made a play here and there, I mean, the first three plays, the first three drives was three plays and a punt, four plays and a punt, six plays and a punt. Like, if we get something going there, if we get a field goal at any one of those drives, also right in the game. Um, so to have that big of a deficit, um, I'll play Patrick Mahomes on Sunday night. Wait, let's stay here. Let's stay here because you're talking about coaching. I have a coaching question that nobody brought up. uh, You know, when I was trying to figure out if anyone had this really this talking point, but Robertson not going for it and kicking that field goal. I mean, yep. Maybe I'm playing Monday Monday night quarterback. It's literally Monday night, right? How do you not go for that, man? You're talking about before half, right? Before the, yeah. before the end of the first half? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I remind myself of the down and distance again. It was like 56 yarder. It was fourth and one from the KC's 34. It was 52 yarder. Fourth and one, man, it's tough. It just, dude, because like you said, like, it's just the, it's just the duality of our team. It's like, if Dalvin Cook's running the ball, Dalvin Cook's obsessed with running into the other team. <laughs> I don't know what it is about Dalvin Cook, but he's like loves to just run into the other team at the line of scrimmage. Where Brees Hall is trying to avoid people, make a play. Michael Carter's trying to avoid people, make a play. Brees Hall just loves to, or uh, Dalvin Cook just loves to run into the people. So I don't. It's just maybe he just doesn't trust it. I, you know, I really don't know. To your point, all the momentum's with you. You're in a game that you're not really supposed to be in. They went up seventeen nothing on you quick, and all of a sudden you have a chance to tie it before half. I get that you get a field goal and then immediately get the interceptions. You got the ball back. You had another chance to score points before the end of the half. Um, yeah, I'm with you. I, you know, I'm for at this point of the season, I'm like, go for it, go for it, go for it. Because, you know, what's the worst that could happen? We're going to lose again. Who cares? Oh, whoa, whoa. Uh, that, that's, that's loser talk here because, Greg, honestly, well, I mean, I, okay, I'll, I'll get into it right now. The Jets are one and three right now, and we don't have to talk about you know what could have been. Okay, that, we're one and three. That's it. That's just that's just what where we're sitting right now. The next five games, next five games, at Denver must win. Yeah. Winless team in Denver. Sean Payton revenge. Breeze Hall revenge. So much revenge everywhere. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, this is this is a big game for us. Coming back week six at home versus Philly. 
I mean, I hope we put up a fight, but it's going to be tough. We've never beaten the Philadelphia Eagles in our life. Tough one, right? So that's two and four going into the bye week. After that, we have the Giants. So let's call it a home game. <laughs> then we have Monday night at home Chargers. Then we have mm-hmm. another Sunday night. What up, Rodney Harrison? At Vegas. What a scumbag. <laughs> I mean, honestly, what an absolute scumbag just to like stand on national TV, 27 million people watching whatever was the highest rated games since the Super Bowl, and just be talking to the best defensive player on the other team, be like, that other quarterback's trash, right? And he's like, no, he's good. And he's like, no, he's trash though, right? Like, dude, what a scumbag. It's crazy. It's cra- I couldn't believe it when I saw it. I thought it was edited at first. I was like, what, what's going on here? <laughs> All right. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. That's a that's a that's a Patriots blood in him. But yo, two and four, staring at Giants, Chargers, Vegas. Yeah, you could. I mean, I'm not gonna go out of the limb and say win all three, right? Because that that would make me a crazy Jets fan. And how can you say all that? Sure. But let's say five and four or four and five. Okay. You you're staring at five and four or four and five, looking at at Buffalo. And then home for Miami for that Black Friday game, two division games in a row. The season's not over, right? No. This, this is this is not a this is not a who cares, you know? Let's just go for a fourth down. Like we're we're the Jets are honestly at this point, and I'm I really feel weirdly confident saying this. We're poised to make the playoffs. Like the the bottom of the AFC stinks. I, I I think the Jets are actually going to weave their way up because this is the hardest yeah. part of our schedule. It gets really soft, like really soft, uh, you know, especially after uh, the Black Friday game uh, versus the Dolphins. It really starts to fall off, and I'm sure that the New England uh, season ender is get, uh, on January 7th, the Orthodox Christmas, is going to be an interesting game, uh, probably for an AFC wildcard team. Hopefully the Patriots – are, you know, in the tanker. And, you know, that's a game that hurts. Like, this Chiefs game, I'm glad we were in it, right? We, it was a miracle cover because of the slide. Maybe you want to say it was a miracle win because of the refs. Zach Wilson, that back shoulder throw was amazing in the end zone. But, yo, tight ends, we got to come out. We got to block a little bit better, just a little bit better. But shout out to Rucker getting in the game. Shout out to McCall Hardman yeah. getting in the game. CJ getting a touchdown. We're starting to make it. It was an, that was an amazing throw. The Xavier clock. Gibson getting some rushes, like get him involved somewhere, use his speed. They were really impressive, man. The Jets really impressed me. Everyone's making fun of me for wanting to go to the game, et cetera, et cetera. Why would you want to do that to yourself? They were yeah. really impressive. I'm more scared of going to the Eagles game, man. The Eagles game, I am way more scared of. But that's going to oh, be. Oh, he's never game. beat them. It's impossible. It's you know. I think I have to be there, but a couple little fun facts for you, John, before we move on real quick. Zach Wilson, first quarterback, better than Patrick Mahomes, first quarterback to have more completions, passing yards and passing TVs and fewer interceptions in a game. Patrick Mahomes in his career, Texas Tech included, literally the first time it's ever happened. Playoffs, regular season, preseason, doesn't matter. Crazy. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. 
Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Um... You talked about it. We talked about it. This is something where, like, you know, we could talk about the refs. We can talk about this and that. You and I going into the game, real quick, there are three leading receivers on the day. Any idea who the Chiefs' three leading receivers were, yardage-wise? I I didn't look at the box, but I'm going to guess Rashi Rice. Sure. Wide receiver. Makes sense. Not... I don't want to say Kelsey because he only had three catches, right? And then he was out of breath uh, yeah. for the second half of the game. Is, is it uh, Pacheco? Did he get Pacheco. catches? Okay, yeah. I don't yeah. know if there were runs or catches. Pacheco um, had both. He had 20 rushes and three catches. But real quick, it was Travis Kelsey, it was Pacheco, and it was Noah Gray. Oh, dude. Back Tight up ends are yeah, running backs. That big – that big, yeah, that dude. One more backup tight end gets a forty-yard play on me again, and I'm gonna I'm gonna start protesting during That's draft season it. about linebackers. John, we talked about it last week. We knew it was gonna happen. The only way we're gonna lose this game is tight end receptions and catches out of the backfield. And their three leading receivers are two tight ends and a running back. How can we not stop it? We know it's coming and we can't stop it. Like, what is going on? And I get that CJ Mosley's playing good. And I get that Q Will's playing good or uh, Quincy Williams is playing good. Everyone's playing good. Like, is, are, is, is the design of the defense to just let them eat up the middle all day and just give up 25 points a game and hope that we score more? Like, what's going on? Again, shout out to the defense for only holding Chiefs to 23. Like we've been doing okay holding them down. The the problem is the bend don't break mentality. Like CJ's playing soft, like yeah. not soft and like hitter or soft, but soft and like he's 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 leaving the the coverage. He wants you to make the catch and tackle you rather than completely yes. lift. When he hits you, he hits you good. Don't get me wrong, but, but he allows you to catch it. And what that's about what all tough. the people that we were talking about last night in the group chat? You just reminded me. What about all the talk about? Us hitting people, but just them like just bouncing off people and not making the tackle. It's always the second and third guy making the tackle. Like, like what's up with this defense? Why are we hitting people? Why are we hitting people so hard, but we can't actually tackle? Yeah, look, that's 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 a fundamentals thing, honestly. Uh, speaking of fundamentals, I love Bryce Huff so much. <laughs> I cannot tell yeah. you how much I love Bryce Huff. Every time he's in the game, he looks amazing. Jimmy Johnson's got to get it together. Uh, John Franklin Myers. I, I want to watch the coaches tape, but he looked he looked pretty solid yesterday. He looked like he was getting to Mahomes a little bit. Um, whenever he had the chance, dude. I'm 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 really glad that Cle- um McKinnon and uh Clyde Edward Tillera didn't go off on us. Like that felt like a win. I, I felt like yeah. they were just gonna, they were just gonna go off. Dude, it was a close game. We could have won, and it gives me really it gives me a lot of confidence going into Denver. And I know this is just a recap episode, but. Talk about disrespect. I cannot believe that we are underdogs going into Denver. That is unbelievable. Disgusting. I, I, 
I think next week the Jets might win by two touchdowns, and yeah. they're gonna start. They're, it's gonna be. They're gonna start rolling. Honestly, they're gonna start rolling. If there's a look ahead, I would take the Jets Eagles line right now because it's gonna. It's just just for the sake of it's just gonna be good value because I think the Jets are gonna win, and it's just gonna go lower than whatever it is now. Like I, I don't know what it, I'm just sure double digits, but yeah, I really like where the Jets are headed, man. I'm telling you, we're we're looking at we're looking at playing meaningful football. Around Thanksgiving, at least, right? Let's just keep it there. Like, if we could, if we could, if we, we could hold it together. We have two, another two. We have. It's crazy, man. Like after this week, the Denver game, which everyone's going to be paying attention to. Like I said, it's the Eagles, which is huge for us. By week, Jets, Giants. Right, happens every four years. Followed by Monday Night Football, Sunday Night Football, and then do two division games, and then the second one is also prime time. Like everyone's going to be all over this team. Like we're not dead right now. We're not going away. And if you truly, truly, right in your brain believe in conspiracy theories that the NFL is rigging all this and it's all for ratings and whatnot, then guess what? The Jets are going to get some calls. Like the, the, Jets, the Jets have to get some wins over the next couple of weeks because we're going to be in prime time three three of the weeks. Then three out of the what next like six. I 100% believe the last night was rigged. Like 100%. You can't tell me any different. I've never seen what I saw last night before. I've never seen a ref double clutch a, a flag before. <laughs> well, he also called it like, you know, a solid four or five seconds after the actual event. It was 15 yards downfield. Like, I don't know. I don't know how deep we're going to get into it because I've been looking at it all day. Like, right. the foul occurred, if you want to call it a foul, at the 30 yard line. And then. The play where he threw the flag was at like the 18. Like it was so far downfield. It was insane, dude. It was crazy. I don't want to get into it that much because like to your point, the first quarter, the first quarter is what lost us the game. The no, Michael ahead. Carter drop is the what lost us the game. Letting the tight ends catch the ball. Noah Gray, Noah Gray should not have a 35 yard touchdown against you lost us the game. I get it. But dude, that penalty by that ref. The double clutch is all you need, but then on top of it, five seconds later and eighteen yards downfield, it's a. Un, I've never seen anything like it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I watch have. a lot of football. I have because I'm a Jets fan, and I've seen the Jets score a touchdown, and then all of a sudden it's a Patriots ball in the twenty yard line. I've seen I've that, John. I've never seen someone double like not sure if he should throw the flag or not. I've seen a roughing the passer call. Uh, for for Tom Brady, that didn't even happen. Like the guy did, like didn't even tackle. I've seen him. I've seen, I've seen the Jets about to catch a touchdown. Our tight end about to catch a touchdown in the end zone, get pushed out, and then they change the rule next year, saying yep. it, that doesn't count anymore because it, because it was a push out. The push out rule was if you look like you're about to land in bounds and you get pushed out, it still counts. And that happens. And then what's going to happen? And, they call them no, and so, and so they're like, okay, we actually have to change this rule because it's hard to figure it out. Because all yeah. because they wanted to say they were wrong with the Jets call. Like I've seen this happen a million times. Yeah. And then I just don't, dude. I just don't understand it. And then what's going to happen? We're just going to get another letter in the mail from the NFL this week, being like, yeah, you're right. Actually, that wasn't a hold on Sauce. And yeah, you're right. That actually was a hold on Jermaine Johnson. Like you guys are right. It's the same thing from Dallas two weeks ago or a week ago. It's exactly. It's like, yeah, you're right. Wasn't exactly wasn't rough in the passer, but dude, I, I I have optimism flowing through my my veins right now. How can but you not? It's the game optimistic. we've all. It's the game we've always wanted from Zach Wilson. Like people gave up on Zach Wilson last year. Never mind last week. Staying with it, staying consistent. There's flashes. My question is, what changed, John? 
what changed from two weeks ago or a week ago that all of a sudden Zach Wilson can come out here and they talked about condensing the playbook a little bit. Do you think it's just shortening up? I think one guy was talking on the McAfee show about these rookie quarterbacks and they was talking about like CJ Shroud and stuff, but even I guess maybe it works for Zach Wilson because he's a new offensive coordinator. It takes like three or four weeks for them to call enough plays and run enough plays to go back to the OC and be like, I like this play. I don't like this play. And here's why I like this play. And here's why I don't like this play. And them to get some familiarity to get an offense that works for the quarterback. What do you think changed from two weeks ago or a week ago to all of a sudden Zach Wilson outplaying Patrick Mahomes? Well, again, I think there's like the, the short answer is confidence, but the confidence in what? Like, it's your, it's Where'd your, that come from? It's your, it's a second full Rogers? week of your offensive line. No, second, no. I mean, that's fun. Like, like Aaron Rodgers coming to your locker room and talk. I'm sure that helps the morale of the team. But second week with your offensive line, finally. This is the third week with your offensive coordinator. Third week with your wide receivers. Like, everyone knows Randall Cobb came in here for Aaron Rodgers. Now he has to figure out – and he spent his whole life with him. Now he has to figure out what the Zach Wilson kid is and how he throws. Same with Alan Lazard. He only knows Aaron Rodgers. It's a, yeah. it's a hard dip, right? And then we have Garrett Wilson, who's – Seemingly getting the, the, the target every play. Like you go back, you watch that first quarter, every play. Garrett Wilson, Garrett Wilson, Garrett Wilson. Doesn't matter if it's, if you catch it or not. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. We're, but the short answer is confidence. It's confidence, bro. It's confidence knowing like I can double clutch this into the end zone and Ozama's going to turn around and catch it. It's, it's throwing to the sideline knowing that Alan Lazard's going to actually turn around. It's them running the route for real. Think knowing or thinking that Zach Wilson could actually throw them the ball there. Like, yeah. if you're making turns knowing that the quarterback can't even make the throw there, like, you're not really making those turns hard enough. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, no, 100%. That CJ, you just mentioned that CJ touchdown. My heart stopped when I saw that he was holding the ball. Zach Wilson was keeping it. I, See, dude, uh, we're so close. We're so close to the end. So, like, why are we messing around here? And then afterwards, just rewatching that play, knowing that. CJ catches it and he puts it right on CJ right where you need it. It's one of the sexiest pump play action fakes I've ever seen in my life. Like just pull that ball in, no one saw it, just hanging out, turned and just hit CJ right in stride, right where it needed to be. Yeah. Gives me yeah, a lot I mean, of confidence going forward, John. A lot of confidence that the plays are there. We've seen streaks, we've seen it happen. We saw three quarters of it this week. I feel like I feel like three quarters. Some people say the offense kind of sputtered out towards the end of the game. I mean, the fumble sputtered out, but that was a drive. Like, we were driving down the field to score a touchdown. Like, it was crazy to watch. It was unreal <laughs> because it's like, are Zach Wilson really driving down the field to beat Patrick Mahomes on Sunday Night Football, to a comeback victory against Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs? Um, and then, we of course, right he there. fumbles it. We were right there. I, I, yeah. Honestly, though, uh, I, I, again, listening to this right now, you're, a sad, you're just a sad Jets fan just like us looking for looking for some answers. Sure. I really think we're going to be six and six going into week 13 with what is it? Six games remaining. I, that, 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 that's how I see this going with two division games in there. Patriots being at the end uh, at Dolphins in December in there as well. That's it. That's the season. Like there's really time to pick this up and I'm, and Aaron Rodgers and, 
the fact that the first thing coming from the NBC broadcast yesterday was Aaron Rodgers saying he's coming back, I don't even think that far. But, but, the Jets have to get to January. We have to. We have to get to January. There's no excuses for this Jets team not to make the playoffs. I don't care. Honestly, I don't care. My, yeah. like, it, it is playoffs or bust for me. It really is. We have to make the playoffs. If there's no playoffs, radical changes. Quarterback, we're going to look at the head coach. We're going to look at the GA. We're going to look at everything. But I think we're going to make the playoffs, and none of that's going to come to fruition. That That's my take from this game. I'm optimistic after this game. I thought we were yeah. gonna I thought we had a chance in this game. This game honestly thought went the way I thought it would. Maybe I thought that Mahomes wouldn't throw two interceptions, three, but honestly I, I did think he was gonna turn the ball over. I honestly did not think Zach Wilson was gonna turn the ball over. So that you know, I was kinda shocked about that. It was a stupid fumble. Oh my god. So stupid. But this game kind of went how I thought it was gonna go, dude. Maybe I didn't think that the Greg Leg was gonna miss a field goal. <laughs> I know off the post too. It's like no, but he hits has a tie game right now. That's what's crazy. Obviously, Mahomes would have yeah. scored, right? Or or he would have. They would have won by three anyway, right? Like if they do that same exact thing, and now he kneels and they kick a field goal, game's over type deal. You know, so we don't get too masochist about that missed field goal. Yeah, I mean, dude, there was just the one time I was I was tweeting out the play by play again, winning Pete Weekly on Twitter. Give it a like, give it a follow. Uh, I was just tweeting out the play-by-play, and it was just at one point it was Chief Safety, Field Goal Jets, Interception, Casey, <laughs> Touchdown Jets, Field Goal, Miss Field Goal, Interception. Like, when it was Safety, Field Goal, Interception, Touchdown, I was like, dude, like, what is <laughs> happening? What is <laughs> happening? And then it kept getting better, and uh, the second reception was insane. I mean, CJ dropped one. I'm happy that he got the second one because if he dropped that, it would have been over for me. I would have been like, we had to just cut him. Just get him out of the locker room. Like, what are we doing? So. Uh, so I'm glad he made it for for you, Greg. I'm glad he's Yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy. Dude, that end just real quick, too. You talked about Bryce Huff earlier. Bryce Huff, I talked about it. I haven't seen it in the first three weeks. I was like, where is this guy? You see it in the preseason. You see it at practice. We saw it against the, in the big bright lights against the Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. We saw it last night. Like, Bryce Huff was making plays. Bryce Huff was getting stuff done. When this whole unit can get together and sing at the same time, like it's going to be <laughs> something special. There's just always one or two guys that are just having an off night, or they're just getting held for 10, 15, 20 seconds, and you know no one's calling it. So something else we have to evaluate for next week. All right, yeah, and I'm excited to get into uh, the Denver game next week. I love. I'm telling you, I love the Jets next week. We're gonna. We have to. We have to bury Sean Payton. Listen. Bill Belichick has been buried, not by us. We had the we had the chance. That's what kills me inside, dude. Honestly. We could have buried the New England Patriots. They could have yeah. been 0 and 4. They're buried anyway. But they're the same record as us, right? So that's what's crazy. It's like the Bengals, they're it's over. The Patriots, it's over. And I'm sitting here like, dude, we're good to go. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I don't know. So maybe I'm delusional. But I, I, I cannot wait to get into the preview for the Broncos. I love the Jets next week. I also might take them in my Survivor League. Like, I'm looking through the Survivor League. There's, there's really hard games. I might take the Jets because if they lose this game, this, their season's over. Might as well my season might be, might as well be over as well. Uh, honestly. Like, it, yeah. I mean, the only way the Broncos can win right now is if they score 30 points because their defense is letting up 30 points a game. So I don't see our defense letting this Russell Wilson offense score 30 points on us. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, very, Hall, I'm taking Brees Hall two tutties. 
yeah. revenge game, Denver. I'm with it, dude. I, you know, Garrett Wilson's going to get more involved. I mean, he's getting a lot of targets, but we need some touchdowns for him, too. It's going to be a great game. I'm very excited for next week, but we'll see it for the preview episode later in the week. Yeah, you know what it is. Nick's coming, just coming, ETC period, YouTube, Twitter, at Winning Picks Weekly on Twitter, and that's the uh, gambling videos on our YouTube. We have Full Slate College, Full Slate NFL. Hit us up. Let us know what you got at Chip Murphy 7 Peace out. Let's go Jets, J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. Something to be optimistic about. Yes. Something you. to build on. Hashtag progress. This is a good game, man. It really was. Let's go.